What's good, family? So I want to talk about something, and I'm going to make a very weird comparison, analogy, whatever you want to call it, to my idea of what it's like being a celebrity in your own life. So check me out. You know how when you grow up, you have these dreams of growing up and I don't know, let's say being a doctor, a lawyer, a singer, a teacher, a dancer, some type of artist, um, writing books. You want to be an author. You want to be an actor, an engineer, a track star, basketball, NFL, NBA, hockey, you name it. You have these big dreams of what you want to be in your life. And you find people along this journey that will support you. You know, they'll be your producer. They'll help you, you know, get the music, make sure everything's right. They'll get the sound engineers on or you get you, you become an actor, you get an agent, you get people to help you and coach you into acting. Or even when you go into sports, you know, you have a coach, you have your teammates that help hold you accountable, this, that, and a third, and all of this other great stuff. Even you become a doctor, you know, you got people that you study under. When you become a lawyer, you start watching other lawyers while you're an attorney, things of that nature. Just so much that you're doing in your life. But then it gets to this very weird stage in your life where you just feel different. And in this weird stage, you start to get followers. You start to get fans. People start supporting you a lot more. And they want more out of you. Oh, well, I want to see you go and get your master's. I want to see you get your PhD. Or are you going to get another degree? Or when are you going to make another album? When are you going to write another book? When are you going to get another ring with the sport that you're playing? Or... When are you going to become valid Victorian? When are you going to be A.B. Honoro? When are you going to do this and when are you going to do that? But nobody ever takes the time to think about how you as the individual feels. And that's when you go into that awkward stage where you're just like, who am I really doing this for? Am I doing it for myself or am I doing it for the people? It's just like, I appreciate being valid Victorian. I appreciate being the number one track star in the country. I appreciate being the number one gospel artist, the number one R&B artist, the number one rap artist, the number one um, soul artist, the number one country artist. I appreciate being that doctor that everybody can lean on and how many clients I've been a blessing to. I appreciate being that lawyer that everybody chooses because I win every case that I come to. I appreciate being that artist that has created so many paintings to where everybody was willing to pay millions of dollars for my paintings. I appreciate all the awards and recognition that I get in my life, but why is it that when I take a hiatus or when I want to take a step back from things, all of a sudden the world's over? Why aren't you doing this anymore? Why aren't you doing that? It takes a lot to be able to give your all to something, whether that's your job, whether that's your um, some goals that you have, whether whatever it is in your life, even if it's your kids. It takes a lot to give yourself completely to your children and sacrifice things in your life so that they can be great. It takes a lot to get in the studio and make all of this music and sing from your heart to help inspire other people. It takes so much to get up out of your bed and to go heal somebody or diagnose somebody with something that they have going on. It takes a lot to be able to prepare to get out there on that football field or on that basketball court, or on that soccer field, on that hockey field, or whatever it is, to be the best that you can be so that you can give that audience something worth their money. And don't get me wrong, it's an amazing feeling to be able to get rewarded and recognized for things that at one point was only a dream. But at some given point in your life, 
You got to create that work-life balance to where you can balance out this fame that you have or the love and the eyes that your family has on you where you're that family member that everybody looks up to. You're the first one that ever went to college. You're the oldest sibling or you're the one, the only child that's doing well or you're the one that made it big that everybody's relying on or you're the one with the most kids and you're doing it by yourself or that single mom, that single father. You have so much pressure on you, but when will you create a work-life balance within your own home? Work-life balance goes beyond just work. It goes for everything. Sometimes you got to create a balance between you and your ki- you and your kids. I need a day where I can just get away. I need a weekend where I can just send you guys off with your parents. I mean, your grandparents. I need a month where I don't have to make music. I need vacation from my job where I can just get away from this garbage. I need, I need time for myself. Sometimes when we book vacation, the first thing we think about is, oh, I need to go somewhere when I put in PTO. Sometimes you can put in PTO and sit at your house. You don't have to be on go just to enjoy time with yourself. Sometimes you just got to take time and just lay around the house for a little bit and get your mind together because your mental ability, that mental part of you, plays a big factor in the financial part. If you're not together mentally, you ain't going to care about that job for long. I can't even do this no more. It ain't even about the money. I quit. Because mentally you wasn't ready. You just wasn't in it. If you're mentally not in something, it's hard to do anything, especially when it comes to kids, especially when it comes to your careers. I wanted to do this my entire life. I wanted to be a parent. I wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be this. I wanted to be that. And here I am. I just can't give my all to it right now because I'm I'm stressed. I'm overwhelmed. I want to give up. This is too much. But then you ask yourself that question. Well, look at all of these awards that I've gotten. Look at all this recognition. Look at all the love that people are showing me. I mean, I'm doing it right, but mentally I'm just not in it. So then you ask yourself, well, how in the world do I even get myself to be in it? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about that too. And to be honest, my answer to that question is take vacation and go back to the drawing board. Revamp some things. Recreate that vision plan that you had. Because your vision in life will change. Sometimes you may have wanted to be a teacher, but the longer you're in the education field, you realize I might want to be a curriculum facilitator. I might want to be a principal. I think I want to do this. You're a basketball star. You're in the NBA, you're in the NFL, whatever. Let's talk about those two. I want to I want to break a record for the most yards. I want to break a record for the most passes. I want to break a record for the most free throws, for the most three points. How can I get to that point to where I can break records? Instead of taking the pressure that people are putting on you to be the best you can be, start applying that same pressure in your life towards your goals. How can I break my own record? I appreciate the love and support that I'm getting. I appreciate all the rewards. But now I want to know, how can I break these records? Challenge yourself. 
Focus on you. Instead of focusing on the fans and doing it for everybody else, do it for yourself. What can I do for myself to help better myself in the long run? Because if you give too much of yourself to the world, you'll lose yourself to the world. You look at a lot of artists that have lost their self to the world. You look at a lot of doctors who have lost their self in the world as well when it comes to their jobs. You are so consumed in your job and pleasing the people around you that you forget that you have a home. You got a whole family. You sit in your car for four hours before you even want to go in your house because you got to mentally prepare for that. Because your work-life balance is off. You've given too much to one thing that you've lost sight of the reality. Wow. 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 And sometimes we don't even pay it attention. We just are always on go. We're just always on go. We don't even give ourselves a chance to ask ourselves in the mirror, are you okay? How you holding up? You didn't even realize the bags under your eyes because you were in such a rush to leave to the point where you're already in a, um, I don't, I'm not going to say this word because I'm going to say it wrong, but you're already in a, a stressful mindset or you're already feeling overwhelmed or you might be feeling a little sick. But the first thing what happens when you go to work is somebody say, oh my God, you look bad. And you're like, what? And then you finally go look in the mirror. You're like, oh my God, look at these bags under my eyes. I really look bad because we never take a chance to literally focus on ourselves. So the question is, when are you going to take time to focus on you? What's your next vision? Have you wrote out your new vision board? Let me ask this question. What have you been asking God for? Have you been talking to God? Now, y'all knew it was going to come back to God. Y'all knew it was going to come back to God. You already knew that. But when are you going to put your understanding in God's hands? Because the Bible even talks about not to lean on your own understanding, but to lean on God. You've leaned on your own understanding so much to where your dreams have truly become your nightmares. Because you tried to do it yourself. God gave you that dream, but you're leaving God out of it. And God's like, yo, Don't leave me out of my own plan. Call me. Tap me in. Tap me in. I can handle that person for you. I can get you that job. I can get you that car. I can get you that house. Just call my name. Talk to me. Hey, right here. Desmond, right here. Yo. Hey, bruh. Des. God, just give me a sign. A car fly in front of you. You got to slam on brakes. Oh, oh my God. I got to pay attention. God's like, I'm giving you signs. You wanted to do this. I gave you that. Like, can you talk to me for a second? Sometimes we don't understand that the very things that we pray to God for, he's given to us in these dreams, but yet we turned it into nightmares because we failed to keep him in the plan. And the craziest part is sometimes We have all these burdens on us and all of this worry. And if you go to the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 28 through 29, it says something like, come to me, all who are worried or burdened, and I will give you rest. So if God's going to give you rest, why carry all of this baggage into these new seasons of your life? If God's like, yo, put it on my back and I'll carry it. Then he was like, said something like, take, uh, 
take my yoke. What did he say? Uh, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Make it make sense. If God is literally saying, let me have your problems, why can't you give God your problems? But yet you'll go to your friends with your problems and they will give you all of these crazy things that you should do. If I was you, I'd cuss my manager out. Or what you need to do is you need to go to your boss and have a conversation, let him know what you are and aren't going to do. Or you can just go to God who will carry your burdens and do what he needs to do in your life and move you accordingly. Maybe that prayer that you needed or that prayer that you gave to God, that next day at work, your boss says, you know what? I apologize for crowding you with all of that work the other day. I apologize for not being understanding in some of the things that you have going on in your life. Maybe that car that you got denied for, they'll call you back and say, you know what? Let me work something out for you because you are willing. But you would never know because we're so used to going to these carnal minds. We're so used to going to our friends that give us this advice that in reality does not help us at all. At all. Because the advice that they're giving us is things that hinders God's process. And God's like, here you go again, leaving me out of my plan and asking your friends for advice over something that I created. I gave you that job. So why are you asking your friend what you should do at that job? Ask me what to do. I will give you the answer through somebody. A lot of people say, I've never heard the voice of God. I don't even know if God is real. How do I know what God sounds like? It's called confirmation. Let's talk about it. You could pray to God and say, God, I know I've been asking you about this car a thousand times, which in the book of Matthew chapter six, it says, ask and keep asking. It shall be given unto you. Seek and keep seeking and you'll find. Knock and keep knocking. The door will open. That part. But God, I've been asking you constantly for this car. Can you, God, please bless me. I need a car, God. I need a car. God, I want a house. God, can you bless me? I'm going to keep asking for a house until I get it. And one day you're going to meet a realtor who's going to be a blessing to you. Look, I can help you get the house of your dreams, but you got to work with me. Or you're going to meet somebody that knows a lot about cars and whose father or mother or uncle or aunt works at a dealership. Look, I can get you a hookup on a car, but it's on God's timing. And that's something that you got to understand. The carnal mind will give you the answer right now. Or well, let me back up. The carnal mind will give you the answer when you want it. Because you can call your friend and they'll answer. That's the best thing about technology is that the answers that you want are at your fingertips. I can type in Google what I want and get the answers that I want. But God may not be there when you want him. But he'll be there right on time. You ever were struggling paying your rent? I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm believing God. I'm believing God. Well, if you're a believer, I'm believing God that my rent going to get paid. And somehow, some way or another, a family member or a friend, you know what? I just felt the urge to be a blessing to you. Here's $200. Here's $150. Or if you really got some people in your, in your circle that is a blessing, here's $450. I don't know why I'm giving this to you, but I felt led. Going back to confirmation. You prayed to God and asked God a question. Well, God, I'm struggling in this area in my life. And then you have a friend that comes to you and vents. You know what, man? I've been struggling in this area of my life, but I just want to piggyback some ideas off of you. And they're talking about everything that you talked to God about. 
God will send people in your life to be the sign that you need. God will send people in your life to be that very blessing that you need. God will send people in your life to be everything that you ask for. But you got to be willing to listen to the voice of God. You got to be willing to listen to people. And that's why the Bible says in the book of James is that you got to be slow to speak and quick to listen and slow to anger. I talked about this on a previous episode. Sometimes we get so mad at things in our lives that we don't take the time to listen to what the people around us are saying. Sometimes you just got to shut up. Let's be real. And you got to listen. The people around you will say exactly what you're thinking, so you don't even have to say it. Sometimes you know that how reckless your mouth is. If I got to be the one to say it, it ain't going to come out pretty. But if you listen, somebody else then said exactly what you wanted to say, maybe in a negative way, in a positive way, but you was able to get that answer from confirmation just by what you were thinking in your head to God. God, what I really want to know is why this, that, and the third is happening. And you got that one person that'll say, let me tell you what got me effed up. Why does this, that, and the third keep happening and we doing this, that, and the third? There you go with your confirmation. You thought about it and they said it. Sometimes God will use somebody else to be that voice that you need. You never know. You never know. But we never take the time in our lives to take time to create our vision to take time to recreate our plan, to take time and invite God back into that plan. We're always on go. We're always trying to do for others, but you got to learn to do for yourself. You're the one driving this car. It might be God's plan, but you're the driver. We say, Jesus, take the wheel, but we're going to talk about that. But you got to position yourself in the will of God. You got to find out how in the will of God you can become comfortable. How can I give myself to God? Wasn't it William McDowell that said, I give myself? How are you going to give yourself to God? How are you going to become comfortable? How are you going to position yourself? I talked about position with Marisha. What are you going to do in your life to be the best version of you so you can continue to be amazing? So you can continue to get rewarded. So you can continue to get recognized. So you can continue to help out your family and allow them to put your burdens on you while you're constantly giving them to God. Don't stop at that part. If they're going to put if you're going to allow people to put their burdens on you, you got to learn to be an intercessor and everything that they tell you, you got to tell to God. You got to release that stuff. You can't keep dealing with your mother's pain from years ago. You can't keep dealing with your father's pain. You can't keep dealing with your grandparents' pain or your siblings' pain. You got to learn to give it to God. He literally said, come to me. Come to me. All who are weary and burdened. He didn't say some. He didn't say a little bit. He didn't say just the believers. He didn't say just the unbelievers. He said, but come to me all. All includes everybody. Nobody is excluded in the word all. Whether you're lesbian, whether you are Hispanic, whether you're black, whether you're white, whether you're a fish, my God, whether you are a bear, if you know how to pray, God said, come to me. All. He didn't just say humans. He said all. All who are worried, whatever you classify yourself as. You got to be willing to come to God. I got to end it on God, y'all. You know it. 
You got to be willing to come to God about the things that you're going through in your life. Because if you don't give it to God, who are you giving it to? You're giving your most powerful ideas, your most powerful visions to people of the world. And they're going to take your vision and they're going to go and run with it. And what are you going to do? That was my song where you shouldn't have played it for him. Those were my lyrics where you shouldn't have sung it for them. That was my car where you should have never gave them your keys. That was my job where you shouldn't have been telling anybody about the application just to apply for it. Sometimes you got to be slow to speak. Let me back up. You always got to be slow to speak. Don't be quick to go and run your mouth. Sit on some stuff for a little bit. The greatest people in the world are the people that can hold a secret. Because they know how to be quick to listen and slow to speak. A secret will reveal itself and you just got to play dumb. I always say to the people around me, I know more about a lot of people than they know that they think that I know. Sometimes you sit in a room with people and you're just like, I know so much about y'all. If you really tried me, I could air you out in here. Because you are slow to speak and quick to listen, people just talk. They'll vent. They'll say things to you. But you got to be willing to cast those burdens to God, that weary, that weary to God. Stop worrying about everything and how this is going to happen and how that's going to happen. Stop carrying all of these burdens into this new season, this new year, and just be willing to let it go and give it to God. But that's all I got, y'all. I'm out. I'm out. Wait a minute. I just want to say, God, have your way in me. Whatever I can do to be a vessel, to be a blessing in people's life, I pray that you continue to encourage me. I pray that you continue to place people in my life that will hope that will help hold me accountable and also support me. I pray that you'll continue to be a beacon of light in my life so that even when I'm in darkness, I can still find you. I pray that you can shine through me. Like David said, God, thy word have I hidden in my heart. Help me to create a habit to rely on your word so that I can keep it in my heart. So that when people make me mad and I want to pull a Peter and cut off niggas ears, help create a peace in me. That peace that surpasses all understanding. God, continue to be a lamp to my feet and a light to my path to light up every path that I have in my life so that I can be destined for greatness. God, everything that you have for me, God, I want. Every blessing that you have set up for me, God, I want. Prepare me for this new journey in my life. Better yet, God, prepare me for this new year that I'm about to encounter. God, I pray that you continue to use me so that I can excel. God, like you told Abraham that you would make his name great. God, I pray that you make my name great. I pray that you continue to use me. I pray that you continue to use other people to be blessings in my life continuously. Help me to stay in your word. Help me to stay encouraged. Help me to help. Help me to not be overwhelmed. Help me to learn to cast my burdens and my worry on you. Help to elevate me, God, when I'm feeling down. God, I pray that you continue to move in my way like you have. And as I said, God, have your way in me. That's all I got for real. That's my prayer. I'm out. Y'all be blessed.